Once you see what you actually are, that you're an infinite, limitless being, you'll see that nothing exists outside of you. I'm your host, Derek Grant, and this is the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. Welcome back to the Pathway to Your Results Podcast. I am your host, DG, Derek Grant, whatever you want to call me, whatever you want to call this vessel that I'm using right now. Uh, I thank you for for joining me. Uh, today's episode, we're going to jump right into it. I've been I've been waiting to do this. I've been waiting to talk about this because especially for young people, and I say young people, I'm you're listening to this right now. My my I'm 39 in this body right now, uh, soon to be 40, but I'm learning that a lot of people usually under the age of 32, 33, and this was me as well when I was at that age, we struggle to realize that everything is connected and that nothing is wasted. Everything's exactly the way it's supposed to be in this universe, 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 one word, one song. It's all one. It's all connected. Somebody said to me the other day, they were talking about their past. And they're like, oh my gosh, my past, I just feel like I wasted so much time. I say, you lie. You are a liar. You stop that right now. Blasphemous. You, <laughs> I rebuke you from speaking these words of blasphemy. You are not wasting anything. Nothing can be wasted. There's not a, there's, there's not a possibility for anything to be wasted. Because everything in this world is cause and effect. There's a sequence that takes place. And without the sequence that had pre- that preceded it, there would not be the sequence after it. So there would no be effect. There wouldn't be an effect without the cause. You can't have an effect without a cause. But then that cause was actually just an effect of another cause. So so how could anything be wasted? Nothing can be wasted. The the issue is is that sometimes we don't have the perspective to realize what and how this is serving our individual experience that we call life. So you think that this situation that happened in your past was wasted, but there's not a possibility and there's not a chance in, in hell that it could be wasted. So now the next question is to ask yourself, what is this serving? How is this helping me? What is this teaching me? This is where contemplation and reflection, why it was so powerful, because it allowed you to see what my mother called the why, how the dots were connected. We look at situations and say, man, it was so stupid. I don't know why I did that. But if that had not happened, you would not have learned what you have learned from that experience. And if you had not learned what you had to learn from that experience, you would not be where you are today. You're so grateful for the awareness and the understanding that you have of yourself today. But that awareness and understanding did not come without you not understanding things back then. Do you see how this works? So a baby never learns how to walk without first falling. You see, I don't know about birds. This is what you hear, right? The mama, the mama bird pushes them out of the out of the the nest because it's time to fly. And they'll they'll either fly or they won't. <laughs> they'll either fly or they won't. That is how this universe operates. So so so, understand that nothing is wasted. Nothing in your life is wasted. You need to start embracing it. You need to start embracing it no matter where you are because no matter how hard it is, no matter what life looks like, no matter what it feels like, no matter those opportunities that did not happen, those two are serving you. Actually, if you really want me to get deep on it, those are probably helping you more than those quote-unquote successes, those uh, those those times when everything is good. Those those are just confirmation and, uh, and, and, and affirmation of you have learned from those previous experiences. You see what I'm saying? 
but nothing is wasted. So sometimes you look at marriage. Look at all the people that you dated before you got married and found your soulmate. Right? It's, just, it's similar to it's similar to to when you go to a buffet. Oh, I don't know. When I used to go to buffets, I'd probably go up there two or three times. The first time I wanted, I was putting everything that looked good, smelled good, what I thought would. And I threw it, threw it up on the plate. I throw it all up on there and say, "All right, let's go back to the table." And I'm gonna get my thirty five dollars worth of this food. I guarantee it. Now, unless you went to like a like a fogo de chao or something like that, a Brazilian steakhouse somewhere where. <laughs> <laughs> you were really dishing out some money. I'm gonna, I'm going to get my money's worth, right? This is my thought process, limited lacking mindset. Anyway, so I'm throwing everything on the plate, but really what I realized what I was doing, I was weeding out the things that I really didn't like. So now I go back up there the second time. When I go back up there the second time, now I kind of have an idea of what I want. But I'm 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 gorged. I'm full. Gluttony at its finest. I'm I'm getting full. So now instead of getting ten things, maybe I only get the five that I actually liked. And then those five, I ate those, but I'm like, dang, I still got to get my money's worth, right? So I'm not going to go back and get those five things again. I'm going to go get my favorite two, maybe my favorite one, get one more, one more, put me over the edge, make me even more miserable. But it took those other two times for me to get down to that one or two thing that I liked. So were those other 10 things that I put on my plate wasted? No, they weren't wasted. Those are the process of me Heightening my awareness to what I wanted, what I liked. This is the same thing that goes for your life. It's the, this is the microcosm of life. All the relationships that you're in, all the experiences. Maybe you're jumping from job to job. Maybe you're just trying to find that soulmate. You're going through whatever it is you're going through. Understand that in this moment in space and time and all those things that have occurred, all of those will pay, play a part in the book that you're writing, the movie that you're creating that you call life. So if we take out one sentence... If we take out one word, it could throw off the whole chapter. And that whole chapter could throw off that whole section. And that whole section could throw off that whole book. Nothing is wasted. It's all needed. It is all needed. So how do we how do we see? How do we see in our life? Look, just look back on your life. The fact that you're listening to this podcast right now. This isn't coincidental. It's not an accident. It's not random. Can't be. Just a series of causes and effects. Now, we get how we even got to this point. I can tell you how I started a podcast. I can tell you how I started a podcast. I started a podcast because I had three or four different people telling me I needed to do it. But I was at a, a level of awareness and so unconscious in, in, in my self-belief that the thought that popped in my mind was there's surely not a way somebody will th- somebody would want to listen to me talk for 15 or 20 minutes. There's no possible way. There's no way. So I wouldn't do it. I didn't do it. And then somebody finally said it. it was someone of enough influence in my life to make me believe in myself just enough to go ahead and take that, that step. And I did it. And now here we are. But without that doubt that I had in myself, I would not have been open to listen to that person when they said, you need to go ahead and do this. Do you see how this works? So the doubt in myself was an indirect reason of why we're sitting here right now. You're listening to me help help you along your journey. Do you see? So I don't look down upon me doubting myself because I knew that me doubting myself was what was needed for me to be able to believe in myself. <laughs> Do you see? Do you see how it's all connected and it's all so needed? So don't you for one minute look back on your past and be ashamed of it. 
Not for one second, not for one iota, not for one millisecond, not for one, not for one moment. Don't you look back on yourself and be ashamed of what you may have done or be ashamed of what you've gone through because that will play a part in this fully realized version of you that you are steadily walking towards. Whether you are aware of it or not, you are moving closer to it. The moment that you incarnated and you came out of your mother's womb, you were already starting the process of moving closer to realizing what you truly were. And every moment along that journey was going to be needed as you inched closer and closer and closer and closer to the fully realized version of you. The I am you, the Christ within you. So I talked about last episode, how you have, you need to have patience. I can have patience because I know that everything, everything is needed. Even when I'm in this moment right now, even when I'm in this moment right now, patience is needed because I know that this is just a part of the book that I'm writing in my life. It's just a part of it. I did a meditation the other day. I did a meditation the other day and I was, I was, the ego was running its route. It's doing what it was doing. It was bringing things up in my life that I needed to, to resolve and reconcile. And I'm in this meditation. I see somebody. There's like a room. It was like a crowded room. And I could see this guy off in the distance. And I looked at him. And it's like I saw him and I knew who he was. It was me. It was the future version of me. It was like five or six years away me. And he walked towards me. I started like, I could, it was like gravity. Like we started like, there's this gravitational pull. And we started walking towards each other. And he walks up to me. He daps me up. And he gives me a hug and he squeezes me. And he's holding me. He's like, yo, you good? I'm like, yeah, I'm good. What's going on? He's like, yo, you ain't got nothing to worry about, bro. You good. You good. You ain't got nothing to worry about. And I knew what I knew who he was. I knew he was the future version of me. So the present day is being held by the future version of me. And the future version of me is speaking and holding the present version of me. And I'm in this place that the ego's running rampant. He's holding me. He's like, yo, you good, bro. You good. Don't you worry about it. And he's telling me from the place of knowing, like he was coming from a place of confidence. And here's something, he was taller than I am. The future me was taller than me. He was like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, I'm 6'2 right now, but he was like 6'4", six, 6'5". Six, the energy of him. And he was so confident. He was so confident. He was so kind. He was so loving. He was so heart-driven. He was just holding me. He was like, yo. And he whispered in my ear. He goes, yo. You ain't got nothing to worry about. Just enjoy the ride. Enjoy it. Enjoy the ride because we're going to do it all. You're going to do everything. You're going to do it. I'm telling you right now. I'm living it. I'm living it. I'm living it. And he's holding. He's squeezing me tighter. He's like, yo, I'm living it. You're going to be like, you ain't got nothing to worry about. Just enjoy it though. Enjoy the ride. And he lets go. And then everybody like, 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 if you can imagine this, this, the cinematography, like he starts to like zoom out and he's getting further away and all these people start to fill it in between. And I can't hear him anymore, but I can see his lips. And his lips say, just enjoy it. And I came out of that meditation. And I asked him, like, what, what was the, what was the, really, what was that? And here's what I realized. You right now, the present day version of you, and you look back in your past three, four years ago. From the past perspective, you present day is the future you. So you are the future right now compared to your past. Stay with me here. So I can look back from today and look back on the 30-year-old version of me as the future him 
and say like, you good. You never had anything to worry about. So I can go back and reconcile and heal him. I can heal my inner child, let him know that little boy who never thought he was good enough because he, he, he grew up in this, in, in, in this part of town that was, uh, he was, he wasn't accepted because of where he lived and then he wasn't accepted because he wasn't like that. I can heal him and let him know that he's enough because now the present, the, the, the present day version knows that he's enough, not contingent on things. So I can go back as the future version from that perspective, heal the, heal the past version. But then here I am in the present day, which is the past version compared to the future me. So when I had this meditation, I actually got to deal with the future me. This version of me right now in space and time where my, where my feet are, that's the past compared to him. And he was telling me, he was telling me right now, yo, you good. Just like I tell me back then, the eight-year-old boy, that you okay. You're all right. You're okay. You ain't got to worry about nothing. You ain't got to worry about nothing. You ain't got to worry about it. You good, man. So I say this to you. I'm saying this to you. I'm telling you right now. I'm telling you. You're good. You got nothing to worry about. You got nothing to worry about. Don't think for one minute that this isn't needed. Don't think for one minute that you don't need to be going through this. You needed this along your journey. You needed this. It was so needed. I don't care what you look like. I don't care where you are. I don't care where you are in life. You need it. You need it. Affirm this to yourself. I need this. I need this. I need this. I don't know why yet. I don't know why. I don't. I don't know why. I don't know why. I don't know why. But I swear to you on everything. I'll find out why at some point if I keep going. I'll find out why. I'll find out exactly the reason why this happened. When I got let go from the Harlem Globetrotters back on May 14th of 2014, when they called me up on that Thursday at 11.09 a.m., and they had the lady from HR, my head coach, called me. And he said, D, you've been great. You're eight years of service, but we're moving a different direction. And I felt my, I felt a pit in my stomach. I felt my stomach drop. And I felt this, like, what do I do next? This fear. This fear of how am I going to provide for my family? Everything's gone now. What do I do? See, what I didn't tell you is that me and my wife, Carly, had always made an agreement that we would not have our second child while I was on the road. We had already had a, our son. He's a year and a half old at the time. And we said, we're not going to have... We're not going to have our second child while I'm gone nine months out of the year. I want to be home and raise my children. It's already hard enough for her as a single mother, pretty much. I got to be home. And we made this pact. We made this agreement. We will not get pregnant until we are done with the Globetrotters when I'm done on the road. I kind of had an idea that I wasn't going to do it anymore, but I didn't know what I was going to do next. So I had I had about a three-month window to figure out what I wanted to do next. So I... We, I guess you can say we started moving about his life as uh, as if we were going to get pregnant. <laughs> and she started to feel motion, uh, morning sickness. She started to feel sick. And I'm like, okay, all right, you're not pregnant. Because in my mind, I wasn't done. We made the agreement. So you understand how this universe works. It's an intention-based universe. It's an intention-based universe. So the intention had already been put out there. 
We always say when you put something out, the intention had already, this quantum field had already started to to, to materialize and crystallize. Uh, these subatomic particles had already started to collapse. These waves started to collapse into particles, and the manifestation process has already, had already began. But how it was going to happen, we was it was it was there was endless possibilities. So she took a pregnancy test on Wednesday, May thirteenth of twenty fourteen, and it came back negative. And I saw her and I said, well, I don't know why you're taking that pregnancy test. You're not pregnant. I get let go on the next day in the fear of what am I going to do? We just bought a brand new house. How am I going to provide? But I knew I was going to be home. The gift and the curse. The gift was I'm home now. The curse was now what do I do? She still felt sick on May May 15th. 2014, which was the Friday she took a pregnancy test. She came downstairs and she says, I'm pregnant. And at first the ego felt fear. But then I realized, wow, look what happened. It happened. It happened. See how it works. You'll get what you ask for, for sure. You always get what you ask for, but a lot of times we limit ourselves. So we looked at it and said, oh, whoa, whoa, we got to figure out what are we going to do about income? We got a baby on the way. Yeah, but you just were given the greatest gift that a human being could be given. You've been, you, were, you were given a life. There's nothing more valuable than that. So our daughter, Ruby, was conceived. And then I, I took, a couple months later, I realized 48 hours before that, she was not pregnant. At least it didn't say that she was. Because I was still playing for the Harlem Globetrotters. So we had already made that intention, that agreement with the universe that we would not have another child. The universe said, okay, cool. I'll give it to you. I'll give you exactly what you asked for, but it's not going to come wrapped up in a bow. Or did you think you were going to have another child with, 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 with uh, a certainty in tow? Knowing where your income was going to be coming. No, no, no. I'm going to give you everything you asked for. But in return, I need to better understand myself through you. We forget that this is a universe. It's one song. You are it. It is you. You are one. You are just a part of the one consciousness, the one spirit that emanates in all things. And it wants to experience itself through you. But the only way it can experience itself through you is to for you to go inward. And how do we go inward? Through hardship. And so when hardships happen, I hope I'm piecing this all together. It is just, it's this universal consciousness. It's God, the, the spirit, the unit, whatever you want to call it. This is how it experiences itself through you. And this is how you recognize more and more what you actually are, that you are it. So nothing's wasted is my point. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. Nothing is wasted. Not one thing in your life is wasted. So when you're going through your trials and tribulations, rejoice. For at some point, at some point, you will see how this is serving you. And most importantly, how the situation is happening for you and not to you. As always, Continue on your journey of going upward and going inward. And I wish you nothing but the best on the pathway 
to your results.